Okay, there we go. What are you waiting for? Do it! Triple M. Cole Chisel couldn't get much more Australian than that. Playing live tonight. I think it may be one of the first gigs of this uh, upcoming series of shows that they're doing. Playing in Melbourne. Do we have a Cole Chisel concert reporter? We've got one. Brilliant. I noticed people ringing out of the blue there from everywhere as well. People trying to sell you tickets too. Someone was trying to sell tickets. I had loads of people thinking that we were giving away tickets. We're not. Yeah, that's it. All right, we'll get to them in just a sec. Excuse me for a sec, folks. Hello, Outback Sheds. This is Jack. Hello, Jack. It's Phil here at Triple M. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, buddy. How can I help you? I'm after a shed. Um, I need something that's kind of waterproof as well. I'm not that much of a handyman, so maybe you can help me out. What sort of space are you looking for? I need something waterproof. You know, I'm sort of working hard to make a living, uh, but I need to bring some shelter from the rain. A bit like my old man. I'm kind of like a father's son. Let to carry on, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit yeah. of blue denim in the veins. We got the uh, quick fix, uh, which is a zinc bunch. It's 1.5 by 1.5 and hmm. 1.9 high, just under two metres height. Yeah, the old man would have liked that. Believed in God and Elvis, got out when yeah. he could, you know, did his time in Nam. Still mad at Uncle oh, Sam. Yeah. Uh, we've got the Garden Pro as well, which is uh, the Masters at all, which is also zinc, which is good as far as the weather conditions are concerned. It's okay. So uh, uh, 1v5-2. Yeah, you know what uh, it's like when you're trying to yeah. make your old man happy. Uh, yeah, mate, yeah, I'll be now. Yeah, I have to work yeah. with my dad. But yeah, the Masters Tour is ink bundle. We've got the Garden Pro 2.26. My dad was uh, a simple or- man, had a heart of gold. In this complicated yeah. land, you know, but he was just—he was a working-class man. You know what it's like. The tidy master shed couldn't go past. We sell a lot of them. Yeah, the people he wasn't who, worried uh, about tomorrow. Or... He just made up his mind. He said to me, "Phil, life's too short for burning bridges. You got to take it one day at a time." Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, well, what sort of money do you want to spend? I don't know, three or four hundred bucks. Mate, sweet, it... we'll set you up in one no problem there. Oh, brilliant! Well, I'll pop down, mate. That's great. You've been a great help. Sorry to hear that, all that stuff about your dad too, mate. He was a bit of a legend of his kind, you know, running like a cyclone across the wild Midwestern sky. Mate, I'll pop down and have a look at your stuff. Thanks, Jack. No worry. Happy International Man's Day. And uh, we have to downplay that, of course, as well, because we don't want to make too much noise or, you know, get in the way of anything. So, happy International Man's Day. It's time to be a man. Wear your underpants if you're allowed and sweat and be yeasty. In fact, Mark's on the phone. He's developed the Man's Guide website. Tell me about this. My wife and I, we had, ne- we had never created anything for the web before, and we thought it'd be fascinating to ask men for advice on love, and it's as simple as that. Have uh, kind of gone around the country and started talking to men and saying, what kind of advice would you give on on love? And uh, the response has been kind of extraordinary. Yeah, there's a couple of examples here. My advice is that love creates. It's not fine, but it creates. So be a love creator. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, we, it's one of our favorites. Yo, be ruthless. As ruthless as you can be. There are no rules. It's all fair. You know what I'm saying? If you got to hurt their feelings, we got to use trickery and deceit, <laughs> go for yours. <laughs> well, uh, when we heard that guy, we knew he was a star, definitely. Uh, <laughs> we really, uh, um, you know, the day we saw that guy saying be ruthless, and he really makes a great case for being ruthless, and there really are no rules out there. And 
and he, he was a compelling figure, so we uh, we put him right up. And he, he actually is the most popular guy on the site right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's very interesting, the people that you stop in the street, they're all quite willing to give their own ideas on what love's all about. Well, that's what's extraordinary, because guys don't get asked questions about love um, hardly ever. When we go up and talk to these guys, they're just ready. They're ready with an answer. And, you know, we just simply say, what's that one piece of advice that you would offer another man on the subject of love? And uh, more often than not, they're just there and it's on the tip of their tongue. But it's not just love advice either, is it? You've got advice from dad? You know, we say, you know, is it something your dad told you or is there something that you tell your brother or uh, it hinges on relationships and love and, you know, how, how to find it, how to keep it. That's right. And mustaches as well, which is very important. Middle age, marriage. Yeah, on the site we break it down. So if you want to hear what bald men have to say about love, you have the opportunity to look exclusively <laughs> at bald men's advice or bearded men. You know, they have a very specific perspective. So we want to provide that. There you go. Man's Guide to Love, Man's Guide to Everything. Go and have a look at the website. Thanks, Mark. And it's International Men's Day. Please be free not to suck your stomach in for at least another five minutes. Mr. Inappropriate, please introduce our next guest. They wouldn't be dead daisies if they were in my garage, especially with the great hydroponic setup and fluoros I've got. It's really? Marco from the Dead Daisies on the Rubber Room. Frankfurt. My name is Patrick Lerke. What should I do? Mendoza, please. Just a second, please. I think I just spoke German. Hello. How are you, man? Ugly Phil. How the hell are you? Dude, I'm so bummed that I missed you when you were out here. When will you be back in Australia? To be honest, right now we don't know. I have a feeling sometime next year. We started in Russia. We started in Moscow. You know, took the guys around. Turn them around a little bit, and then we hit St. Petersburg. You know, it's, I like uh, about the places you're going through, too. There's such an active, not just a, a rock scene, but a really active metal scene as well. And they go quite obscure. I mean, a lot of these genres that get invented, like crab core and things like that, that's exactly where they invent it. Oh, God, that's an interview in itself right <laughs> yeah. there. We need two hours to talk about that, but it's still rock and roll to me, and that's all it is. You'd be privy to a lot of these rumors about Guns and Roses as well. Anybody told you anything? Absolutely. That's all we've been hearing everywhere. And um, I mean, I'm glad for the guys. I'm glad for Axel and Slash. We've been on the tour actually supporting Guns N' Roses with Thin Lizzy. Of course, we have Dizzy Reed here. We have Richard Fortis from the camp. And uh, they have a little bit of information, not a whole lot, to be honest. So we're all waiting, patiently anticipating what's going to happen next year. So, yeah. as you mentioned, you won't get back to Australia until next year, which is a bummer because you've got this huge fan base here. And it's a sad state of affairs, what's going on right now here in Europe. We're supposed to play Paris here in, in a little bit. And Bataclan, I have played there at least four or five times at that venue. And um, so there was talks about canceling and stopping and the whole thing. And the common denominator we all talked about and agreed on is we need to now music is more important than ever. And we need to continue. Yeah. What these folks are trying to do is to paralyze everybody. And if we give in, you know, that's the results that, that they're looking for. Sad when I start thinking about what's going on. Of but, course, uh, man. Of course. But at least you're bringing happiness to people through your music and continuing to do it. And that's the important hours, thing, right? You know, get away from the bullshit and the crap and the state of the uh, state affairs that, that the world is in right now. And yeah. just let go. Celebrate life, music, and passion and, and have some fun for a little bit, you know. And that's all we can do. You know, it was an honor for me to be able to see you do that stuff in the studio when, you know, we all had the chance to see you 
you know, putting together the, the yeah, final vocal tracks. Yeah, that was fun. And yeah, that was live fun. broadcast right on, yeah. on the internet. That was insane, yeah. right? Hey, it's great to talk to you again. Let's catch up again soon. See you in Australia in the new year. I'd love to catch up, man. I'll let you know what's going on. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. One of our favourite bands on the rubber room, Dead Daisies. Our mate Maroon has just passed his auctioneering license, which means he can go out and auction houses. And I said, well, we'll come out with you. We'll take the hidden microphone and we'll see how many times you can, if you don't mind, throw in some ugly fills, some uglies and some rubber rooms. Let's see how many you can get. Oh, mate, I think I could probably get four rubber rooms in there. Four rubber rooms? Yeah, yeah. And how many uglies? Oh, geez, having a look at you, I could probably get about how many you want. Four rubber rooms. I could easy. And two uglies without raising attention when you do this. I could slip them in under the radar. All right, well, I'm going to put this mic down here so they can't see it, and we're going to stand over here. Well, ladies and gentlemen, good evening and welcome to today's auction. Maroon's my name. On behalf of the vendors, I'd like to welcome you to this uh, ugly property that's for sale. That's one. And, uh, of course, it's got plenty of rubber rooms in there. We want you to in a kitchen, in a bathroom, a pool, but you need plenty of rubber rooms. Ladies Three. and gentlemen, it's probably not even worth $100,000. We're virtually happy for whatever we get. Can I say we'll start the bidding at $65,000 to get us underway? Where would you like to see value? $65,000, sir. You, can I tell you a bit of $65,000? Congratulations. Our first bid today is $65,000 and $70,000 underway. $70,000 is the bid for this rubber room. Glorious rubber room. There's it's a little one. bit ugly, but there's a lot of things. Oh, there he goes again. $70,000 for the rubber room. There's a rubber room upstairs and a rubber room downstairs. Can we say 70, 73,000, man? We'll take another two. I'll take another two, make it a nice even $75,000 and $75,000. An ugly property up for sale here today. <laughs> another one. $1,000. Are you interested in this rubber room? 75.5 is the bid. 75 and 5 will take it even. 76. Lady, come on, please, madam. $76,000 is our bid. 75 and a half over here. It's against you at 75 and a half. It's an ugly property. It's got free rubber. <laughs> There's another one. There's another one. We sell it today once, twice, third and final call. Are we all done at 75.5? Once, twice, third and final call. Are we all done on this ugly property? Right. Rubber rooms included. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Now what we're going to do is pay for the bloody thing. Gaza with a bit of gossip about Amy Lee. We were only talking about her last night. She's been away for that long and this is what she comes with. Although to be fair to her, she's gotten married, she's had a baby and she's kind of been keeping out of the spotlight. But she comes out with With or Without You, the yeah. U2 song. I mean, apart from the getting married and having a baby, has she actually done anything real? No, Phil, she hasn't. And I think that's quite enough of that. Thanks. So it's you two. You've just set the women's movement back about 50 yeah, years. Yeah, but it's International Thanks, Men's Day. You can say whatever you want. God, you it's that one day of the year we've actually allowed to be Phil, men. Stop it. Have a look at this. Does that come in men's size? So tell me more about this uh, song. It's the U2 song by Amy. Is it Why don't we just work? have a listen oh, to okay, it? Okay, we'll see that. I'd like to hear a metal version of U2. I wonder if one exists. I bet one oh, does. of course they does. If anybody knows, let us know right now. Mr. Inappropriate, go for it. I heard the new Jeff Buckley album's coming on Swimmingly. On the Skype, it's Steve, Jeff Buckley's producer, on The Rubber Room. That's cool. You should use that one of your father's songs. Steve, thanks for talking to us on The Rubber Room, mate. Tell us about the dats that you've got here that are just about to be released as this new Jeff Buckley album. Actually, I'm just going to grab them while we're talking here. Yeah, sure. Yeah, here they are. There's, well, you can hear them rattling. Yeah, yeah. 
Those are the tapes, so you know, the original. Was the intention to hold on until we had an anniversary or had someone forgotten about well, the fact I that... Think, I mean, to me, of course, I was like, when are they going to release this stuff? Basically, you can go anywhere on these tapes and be transfixed, you know? It's yeah. not like a boring, dull moment on them. And, you know, had they even came came down to 10 songs, was Columbia's choice. I had nothing to do with it. Choice. Oh, so you've actually got other stuff as well. There's even more material here. Well, I don't know if they want me to tell you that, but yeah. Okay. Right. I mean, <laughs> well, these were called from three days of session. And so if I asked you what other songs are on there... I don't know if I'm allowed to tell Not allowed to tell me, no. So that's, you know... <laughs> yeah, you can see where I'm going here, though. I've been, I've been good. I never leaked anything, you know. No, yep. I didn't, you know, no assistants got their hands on these tapes and, and wound up, you know. Yep. What is it about Jeff Buckley, do you think? Because he is an enigma. We didn't have a great deal of material from him. I mean, and to hear him sing, it always stands out on the radio. And there was just something majestic about his voice. And I guess he was a good-looking guy as well. But what was it that set him apart, apart from the fact that death, you know, immortalizes you for life, if such an expression exists? You realize, and especially if you got to look into his eyes and see, there was such a, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just, it just appeared there was so much going on behind those eyes and he was so intense in what he did. And then he would just close his eyes and open his, his voice and you were in a different planet, is, is all I can describe, because it was just this ungodly, beautiful sound came out of him. Just looking through the track listing as well, um, you've got Grace, which is the original version. How does that differ from the version that we know? Well, I think, you know, this is the beginning. This, I don't even think the song was really completely written at this point. You know, there were parts in it. It was probably, you know, it was one of the few originals that really existed in these sessions at that point. There's the uh, Sly and the Family Stone cover of Everyday Pete. Yeah, well, it's just him doing it, you know? Yeah. So it's just, you feel the rhythm, you feel, you feel the drums, you feel he just lays it out, and all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're in the groove with him, and, and you realize... You know, some people, when they try to do that type of stuff, it just doesn't come off. I imagine that Morrissey would just be blown away to find out that Jeff had done not only uh, one song, but two tracks, including The Boy with the Thorn in His Side. He was really eclectic, you know, I mean, he really had very, very taste, and he was, I don't want to say a sponge, but he was like almost an encyclopedia. He studied the stuff. You know, the task of just picking what they picked was, was they did a great job picking the track. I'm really looking forward to it. And I thank you so much for your time as well. You're welcome, bye. I'm always excited about new technology and uh, especially new apps. And Stuart's here. He's just invented one. Tell us about it, mate. How are you? Very well. How are you, Phil? Good. Good. Thanks for coming in. So tell me about this new app that you've got. Listen, uh, a lot of hard work's gone into this. We've actually yeah. created an app that makes it... We're on the air, buddy. You can't back in while we're on the radio. While we're on air? Okay. Yeah, sorry, Stuart. Uh, as I was saying, we, we've, we've created this incredible app that yeah. uses uh, algorithms to... Uh, no, we're on the radio. Uh, no, no, just, no, just can you wait till we finish? No, we're live on the air. Can you just... Can you hold on while we just finish this? Okay, sorry, okay? Sorry, mate, no, you're right. Sorry, go around, yeah. Um, the app. The app. So, uh, as I was saying, uh, we've, uh, we've created this exciting app. That no, no, you can't thank you while we... We're on the radio live. Can you wait till we get off at 10? Or just, just, in a second you can do it, all right? We're just going to finish. Two minutes. Jeez. Can you come back, Stuart? I'll come back. It's just pointless. Yeah, I'll tell you. Don't my feet. Christ's sake. Can you tell me about this? Give me the details of the, we'll put it on the Rubber Room Facebook page. Well, hey? I can't hear you, he's vacuum. Oh, forget it. It's pointless.
you know what? We were having a bit of a discussion about this as well, Sammy X and I, about what we should play. And you know what I'm thinking? I mean, I know you'd like some corn tomorrow night by request. Yeah, I'd like some corn, yeah. And you'd like some Marilyn Manson, I Marilyn think? Marilyn Manson, some Nine Inch Nails, maybe? Do you know what I'm thinking? What? Personal Jesus by Depeche Mode. Brilliant. Yeah. Maybe. I love that. All right, we'll get your thoughts together tomorrow night. Triple M's Most Wanted by request as well. We'll get that uh, on the Rubber Room Facebook page for you as well. Do you know back in the 1950s, and they still run them on the radio now, community service announcements? Right, yeah. You know, the ones like give blood and, you know, give sperm and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Back in the 1950s, they had a campaign, and I found this, and it's an ad for how unsafe houses can contain things like weak chairs. So be careful if you get on a chair, because it could be a weak chair and it could kill you. Oh, okay. It's a brilliant ad, firstly because of the voiceover, and secondly because it's probably the most sexist thing I've heard, and it gives you a good example into the thinking of the 1950s. You ready? Here we go. Yep. That's a nice house. Hubby, is at work, and the lady is doing the household chores. <laughs> Everything appears normal. That's a nice bow. She takes a chair in order to reach the decorative bow, but the chair... She's pulled out. Is unsafe. Oh no. Oops. Careful. Her large backside has broken her fall. <laughs> That's another reason for Hubby to be grateful for her hourglass figure. But next what? time, she might not be so lucky. <laughs> Remember, weak chairs kill. I love that for so many reasons. Weirdest voice ever. And you know what? Be grateful for that hourglass figure you have there too. By the way. Thank you. There you go. We may find this a bit disturbing. He held me. Go! I believe we're on Triple M, the rubber room.